0: Okay, before you ask me the last question, I want to say one thing to the to the audience. So whoever's watching this and just saw what happened, I just want to vocalize what you just saw, because it feels like a conversation. But they didn't just hear something. They just witnessed something. And I think they need to understand that. Right. So he heard some things from outside of himself. So what he chose to do is to step outside of himself and look at himself from the outside, unencumbered by ego or fear, only the desire to progress. And said, so, well, how can I progress? Given these facts that I just learned because I'm constantly in a state of learning, right? Given these facts, looking at me from the outside and not listening to, your ego will always say, keep doing what you're doing.
1: Extra crisp on the finished product, all right? Extra tasty, crispy. That's it, bro. That's what I'm talking about, man. So I, I came across your content maybe like a year ago, bro. Um, like when you were on Beautiful Now podcast with my man oh, yeah. Floyd, and I listened, yeah, I listened to your story, man. And I I I think I must hit you up like right away. As a matter of fact, I think I was listening to it, and I think I think he had recorded that conversation with you in advance, yeah. and then. I was like let me look this brother up let me let me check him out and then i went ahead and checked your instagram and i saw that you were like live at the same time that it was being aired i i i assumed that it was like that that was i was very confused i was like this guy has a twin like what's going on very confused. Like,
0: wait, wait a minute yeah
1: something's going on here let me ask a question about this so one of the things that jumps out at me when i when i look at like you know there's so much talent out there that i've come across like you know on social media and as i kind of like you know do my thing with the content creation journey that I'm on right now and I'm always like what always stands out is like people who you know are producers but have like the classical and or just theory background yeah. on yeah. like on music that stuff that yeah. that really I guess it shows in the actual music and for a while like I would I would hear certain songs by certain artists and I would say There's something different about this like I don't know at the time. I didn't Mm -hmm. know what it was like Why does this sound so like just more amazing than this other piece over here that just has a nice Mm -hmm. beat to it or whatever? And so so you you have both of those things I've joined as you probably you you know You see me in your in your lives and stuff on Instagram and so so what's always fascinating, of course bro You already know man. What's always fascinating is just like the is the uh, is me? being able to watch someone who is that you know who has that background being able to watch them at work and i know that you you do i mean i don't even know exactly the main reason i can assume why you do it is because you you probably know that there's some people that are watching it's like okay this is like a master class in itself you know sometimes you're doing Mm. talking sometimes you're just sitting there vibing but just like being able to be a fly on the wall i i look at that as like as like super valuable and and inspiring you know
0: Thank you, bro. Thank yeah, you. I, course, I never had a me, so I think it's cool to be that me for somebody else. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that, somebody else being one or a million people doesn't matter so much to me as the fact that I make myself available for what I wish I had twenty years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, if if there had been a live where I could literally just watch the people I call my big brothers now—Babyface, Teddy Riley—you know, Dr. Dre. In a studio mm-hmm. working on the track <laughs> what yeah yeah it's insane. just for free just because they want to share it with me like i'd have been yeah. there bro so right. there right less trial and error for me quicker path mm-hmm. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so why not make myself available like that i'm gonna do it i got a phone right, right here right You know, the only reason not to do that is if you're intimidated by it, or you don't want people to see you make mistakes <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a lot of ego involved but for me that's that's not an issue. It's just I want I want people to have somebody to look at and say, okay, well, he's setting a bar for me as far as what I know and what I'm able to do. And if I ask a question, he'll just give me an answer. I can go straight to the answer. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like figure out whether it's right or not. I know that source is telling me the truth. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole lot of research I don't, I, I just asked one question, it killed like 2 3 weeks of research trying to figure out which answer is the right one. Yeah, you know that, that's it. if you look up something on the internet, the same community will have opposite answers for the same thing. Look, look up any disease or treatment or anything like you'll have yeah. a bunch of doctors on this side that say you should never do that, and and you should have doctors on the side you should always do that. Yeah. So even because even though the internet is full of information, you don't know what information to trust. Right. So right. it ends up being be almost so the same confusing. as if you didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> only happens. you're more confused at the end of it. Right. Cuz you're reading a bunch right. of you're reading a bunch of opinions, you know? Yeah. And it it could be frustrating. It was frustrating for me cuz I, I had the internet, but I didn't have YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole another thing. I didn't have Google per se, like yeah. not the way it is now. So I I had to ask questions of people. I had to do a lot of trial and error and you know hardware software problems all that stuff man i want to make that a little bit (laughs) less friction more aerodynamic for somebody with talent yeah who and and, you know with talent developing skill yeah you know help that skill development along because the talent deserves to be executed
1: Man, that's, that's spot on. And that that's that's a timely message, too, because, like, you know, take someone like me, for example. I've been spending – I was just having a conversation with my boy just a few minutes ago. And you know we're going to get to a little engine in a little bit because you know I listened to that earlier today. So <laughs> kind of me, you know I have to get in the, right. in the boat for this conversation. So we got, we got to talk about that. There in a it is. There it but is. But I was just – man, I was just really <laughs> just thinking to myself, like, um, I was spending a lot of time, more focus and more attention on – building my brand, which at a time I thought was important or is very important, Mm -hmm. um, and less time on having fun and being creative Mm. and just enjoying that whole thing of just sitting in front of the piano and learning a new Mm -hmm. piece of sheet music, which for me is still extremely invigorating, um, or just Mm -hmm. messing around and creating something from scratch. I was always thinking about, you know, Eric, like what what kind of content can I make with this to build my brand and inspire others or whatever the case is? And one morning, a few weeks, like a few months ago, I woke up and specifically on Instagram, I was like very much like focused on that platform. Like, all right, I need to make sure that I have mm-hmm. this, this this thing about, you know, my brand and stuff so I can continue to grow. But I was just saying to myself, I was like, what the hell sort of benefit is me posting a piece or something that I'm I'm proud of on Instagram? What's the real, real benefit of posting it on there when we all know that it's probably not gonna be seen by a whole lot of people because of the way the algorithm works and because it's not mm-hmm. the type of content, like, you know, the stuff that they really push. Yeah, and so not even all like, the people that follow you. <laughs> exactly, such a small percentage, yeah. such a tiny yeah. percentage, and then we're all human, so we feel like, dang, I, I thought this came out dope. I thought it was creative, but I guess it wasn't. Let me go try again. And it was like that mm-hmm. rinse-repeat cycle now yeah. because I'm blessed yeah. so another side of me that you that you may not know is I, I have a tutoring and mentoring business right so I tutor math oh. um and it's going so well and I'm so blessed that I have That's this awesome. that yeah man it's so dope like teaching math to students I used to be a teacher and now being able to kind of do this on my own terms and see that side of the of my business grow mm-hmm. and it puts me in a in a place where I just not completely but almost completely stopped caring about um the brand building and all these other things that have to do with the creative side and now i'm just like having so much more fun with it i think the other stuff is i think i'm a good person i think i'm creative i think i'm you know able to connect with people all that stuff so that's gonna like happen organically but i'm not like focused on i'm not focused on which hashtags do i gotta put with this post to get like that stuff was driving me crazy having to think about that all the time and it's just refreshing man you know
0: i have so much to say about that I, I don't want to make this too long. That What you just said, like, it. there's so much to that as far as, you know, I've been the person that won the trophy because I'm the one that cares the least, right? Mm-hmm. About the contest. I care about the work. I don't care about the contest, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't really care about the trophy. I entered because it's something that will challenge me to do what I do. And it gives me more practice. I'm not here for this I'm here for the rest of my life this contest is practice for the rest of my life this isn't anything in and of itself but that if I get a trophy for it cool right yeah Yeah. but you know I I I would I would be in a contest when I was younger and I'd do something and I, I remember being in a room and some kid from across the room was like what did you do this year I was like I did this. He was like, oh, "Man, I did that because <laughs> he, mm-hmm. he figured he knew yeah. I was gonna win." I was like, "Dude, first of all, I didn't win yet. Like, even if I and if I don't, it's no big deal to me. Like, I if somebody else beats me, congratulations, it's all good." But yeah. you know, they care some, and then I, I did win. But it was, it was just like, because I'm not thinking about the trophy. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not thinking about the contest when I make the thing. I'm thinking, "Oh, this is what I have to do for this contest. I'm gonna do that," in a way that is fun for me in a way that expresses my creativity in a cool way maybe that i haven't tried before that's the that's exciting for me i've already yeah. won because that is exciting for me more exciting than somebody handed me a trophy yeah so much more. i'd get up this is a this is i just get up before this is a formality we have to do this part because that's why i did it but this time <laughs> you know when mm-hmm. the first time i ever did stand-up comedy i didn't plan to do it my friend gave a woman $5 so I could have five minutes, and I just came to see him. I didn't have anything prepared. Oh, boy. And I wrote my set in five minutes because the guy after him was the guy before me. So I only had his set to prepare <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: for my set. Yeah. And I got – they. it was a room full of comedians, like, doing comedy for each other, and they clapped for me when I walk off the stage. And I was like, that's the first really response I had heard from all night. They clapped. I walked outside – and mm-hmm. a bunch of comedians came out. They were like, dude, is that really your only, your first time? I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> One yeah, of them was wow. like, I threw up my first time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was my first. <laughs> yeah. And then a lady mm-hmm. came out and she was like, you want to be part of a contest? So this is Thursday. The contest was Monday. <laughs> so it wasn't even like I had like months to prepare. Contest is yeah. Monday. So I was like, uh, yeah, why not? Sure. So I did the contest. The guy that I came to see also did the contest with me. He yeah. got second place at the contest. I got third place. Damn. And the dude we were sitting talking to got first place. So our table just took all the trophies. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It was weird. Yeah. They just called all of us up. So it was like, I'm getting third place in a comedy contest in Los Angeles. What? Four days after my first stand up ever that I didn't plan to do? It's because I don't care. It's because I, <laughs> uh-huh. if I got up there saying, oh my God, this is my first time doing this. I I wouldn't have done even close to the performance that I would have done if I just thought I'm gonna have fun. (laughs) I'm just gonna go up there. Fun is contagious, bro. Worry is not. Like yeah, and it's contagious in a bad way. Like when you get up there, people want to feel your energy. If your energy is worried about whether you're gonna lose or mess up or not, how's that gonna work, right? So
1: able to see that first of all.
0: To err is human, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Messing up is part of the game. Like that's you're you're gonna mess up sometimes, and you're not gonna know when. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's just that's just how it is. You're not gonna know you're gonna mess up before you know. You don't get a warning. God is not like in five minutes you're gonna jack up. You might want to stop now. Nobody's gonna do that. Yeah. So sometimes when you you're gonna mess up, you're just gonna have to go to recovery mode because that just happened. Mm -hmm. But how do you recover if you're concentrating on the fact that you just messed up? How do you not mess up if you're constantly worried about messing up? Mm-hmm. You're going to mess awesome. up more. Yeah. Your messing up is going to get less if you're literally just having fun. You know, it's like in a conversation, right? You can't practice for a conversation. And people mm-hmm. have conversations every day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Every time somebody asks you a question, you have to answer it on a dime right then and there. And nobody mm-hmm. says, oh, my God, he just asked me a question, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we've been trained to believe that that type of on the spot is okay. Mm-hmm. That's just a Normal, conversation. natural, Right, right. But if I have 10 days to write something and then I get on stage, I'm scared. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but I walked outside yeah. and dude said, hey, what do you think about so-and-so? And I had a whole soapbox yeah. ready for him. Oh, man, oh, yeah. man, is Democrats are this and Trump is that. And I went yeah. in, right? I wasn't yeah. prepared for that. I didn't know he was going to ask me that question, but I went in because mm-hmm. I didn't care if I mess up this answer. And two, because I'm actually speaking from my heart. Only thing I'm concerned about is what I actually believe and what I'm passionate about. So yeah. it just spews out of my mouth naturally. So, that's because of those two things. Well, if you can apply those two things to performance, it's no longer scary.
1: Mm. That that reminds you're less on the
0: spot. You're less on the spot on stage than you are in a regular conversation. If you have that mindset, (laughs) man, that that's that resonated, bro. When when I
1: was when I was teaching a couple of years ago, I was asked when when the school found out that I, I can play piano. They asked me if I wanted to play as the students were walking in during the MLK assembly. And this would have been the mm. very, very first time ever playing um, in public, ever, for anyone. And I re- oh, I'll man. never forget that minute um, when I read the email, you know, <laughs> I, I just got paralyzed for a second. I was like, shoot. I was like, well, let me yeah. figure out some excuse to say maybe maybe I'm going to be absent that Friday and I won't even be in school. So I was literally <laughs> thinking about that because I was that nervous. But fast forward yeah. and I actually did it. and. Um, you know I, I asked for some advice on a Facebook piano group and people had some amazing advice just really amazing advice yeah. and I've read it all and I ended up doing an episode of my show about that just reading through the advice cause I felt That's like nice. this is, can apply to everything related to stage yeah. right and now when I talk huh. about like any opportunity to play and this is another thing we'll, t- we'll talk about in a minute like playing or listening and or listening to music with headphones versus not with headphones versus do nice speakers or whatever mm. I love um. Not, I love playing the music like out not just for myself to hear mm-hmm. and so any opportunity mm-hmm. to do that It's a whole different even when I'm like going live like like here like kind of like you right when you're going live You have your Mm -hmm. your speakers going and you have the phone there Yeah, you had your headphones on and you had it all wired up so that you know The the sound is going through your USB cable into your phone, which you can Mm -hmm. probably do as well It's just something different about that. It's like it's like it's it's like in a silo. It's too technical I just like just being able like to like hear the actual sound waves in the air and have these people hear the same thing that I'm hearing um, yeah. it's something amazing. And that, that really set the stage for me. Like any opportunity I get now, like, I love, I love playing man. Like coffee bars and coffee, you know, the coffee shop, things like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, yo, sign me up. Like I'll, I'll be there. Like, let me, let's, let's keep that going. You know?
0: Yeah. But that's only gonna, like, I thought of something last week and I meant to, to post and I never posted it. It was every level is practice for the next one. mm so everything you did to practice for this you're only practicing for a higher level of practice and another thing that i always say is that the human life span is not long enough to reach a human's potential so the goal is not to reach your potential you'll never reach your potential that means you're Mm -hmm. as good as you could possibly be (laughs) that's never going to happen right if you lived 80 years you know all all things equal your mind still works the way it did when you're 20 if you made it to 100 would you learn anything else <laughs> would you be any better in 20 more years yeah you would right probably so yeah, the sure. only thing a human can do is get cut off as far along as possible that's all mm-hmm. you can do so when people are like ah oh, man i i gotta reach my potential i don't i'd hate that i'd hate to reach my potential I, i'd hate not to be able mm-hmm. to grow anymore yeah yeah like what a, that's, <laughs> that's terrible a common, that's like so i'm as good yeah. like to know i'm as good as i'm ever gonna get right now <laughs> like i could practice all i want to and that's this is it you just <laughs> like that's depressing yeah that's a fact, man. no i'm trying to grow that's... forever yeah yeah i'm trying to grow Continue. forever i mean to quote dr dre i don't want to be around nobody i can't learn from
1: hmm and that's you're talking
0: about somebody yeah. who's who's done more than people dream of yeah by a lot
1: Yeah, a lot. <laughs> you know lot. who
0: who has who has affected the whole world more than twice you know what i'm saying like yeah. who's who the people he has affected have affected the world more than twice and mm-hmm. he don't want to be around nobody he can't learn from he wants to grow mm-hmm. he wants to be able to do more stuff yo show mm-hmm. me how to do i'll be playing this thing yo show me what, what was that Mm-hmm. show me that that's Dr. Dre but you don't yeah. become Dr. Dre unless you're that person unless you're focused not on the money not on the trophies the reason you get the trophies is because you're not focused on the trophies the reason you get the money is because you're not working for the money mm. it's because you have decided to create a value inside of yourself that other people will be willing to pay for Mhm. Be willing to pay for the use of your ability and your talent and the product that comes from it. Mm -hmm. So there's two types of people paying for your value. The people that are able to do it with you and for you to do it for. And then there's the people who take advantage of the product that's made by that union. They also pay for it. Those two people being willing to pay for, for a value that you've placed inside of yourself is how you become successful. Concentrating mm. on the money itself makes no sense. That's a byproduct. That's not a product. Money is a byproduct. Right. Right. Money comes from doing something else. So why not focus on the thing that you're doing? Right. Right. So, or being something else. You know? Yeah. So the focus a lot of times is in the wrong place. And things like ego, um, nervousness, or fear, those are things that take your focus and put them in the wrong place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's a level of, of jitters that you get just knowing that this is a big thing you're about to do that's healthy, but there's a level of um, n- nervous induced worry that's not healthy. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. It switches your focus now to the possibility of a negative rather than the fact that this is amazing, period. Like. What Mm -hmm. you're doing is that you wouldn't be this nervous if what you're doing wasn't incredible to be doing, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's where your focus should be. And the fact that you practiced for the practice, for the practice, for the practice, for the practice, that led you to this moment, which is practice for the next moment. Yeah, you're you're ready, you're prepared for it. You're over prepared, you're more prepared. When I came to uh, Huntsville, when I came from Huntsville to Los Angeles, I was overqualified for anything they could, asked me to do here no no one has ever Mm -hmm. asked me to do anything in the studio and I've been like that I can't do ever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right (laughs) but I was in Huntsville for nine years I was in Huntsville for nine years which I call my incubation period Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I wasn't there I was there over twice as long as you go to college so in less than half of the time I was there People go to college and graduate with honors, right? (laughs) I spent Mm -hmm. twice that long, some of which in college, to get as good as I am. Mm -hmm. So I'm not good because I'm me. I'm good because I'm me with that much time in the game, with that much attention to the detail of practice and learning and getting better every day. And knowing that if I sit down at this seat in front of this computer, When I get up, I'm better than when I sat down every time. Mm. Do that for nine years straight. You're going to be nice. Oh, hell yeah. Right? If it's the area that you have aptitude in and talent in and you spend moments of your life after moment doing that and you're treating each individual moment as a moment in and of itself to become better at a thing that's related to what you do, then you're going to be nice, bro. You just got to spend the time. Yeah, and then when you get there, you just be. Yeah, you know this. It's not about doing at that point. It's about being because you've already put that value inside of yourself. So you get to the place where somebody might see that talent and want to use it, and you just are. Mm. That was what I did. That's
1: powerful, man. So let me ask you this: so walk me through to the best of your ability because I'm a couple things here when it comes to making music and producing i wonder um if song like we're gonna talk about little engine that song Mm -hmm. did that song come about with you in the studio working on something that wasn't necessarily destined for anything and then eventually and later on you're like oh check this out or was that like yo we need a song It, we need this kind of vibe you know, boom, boom, boom. And then you're working on something specific that you kind of, you know, that became Little Engine.
0: That happened like Star Trek. That happened with Jean-Luc Picard, Dr. Dre at the console. <laughs> Jordy, <Yeah>. me on <laughs> on this side of the studio. Uh, Focus over here, them joints over there. You know, the ICU, man. I'm part of, to me, the greatest team of music. Like there's really nothing Mm. this team can't do musically. You got Dr. Dre at the helm and you got these multifaceted producers, all of us, who all sing, rap, play, produce, Mm. write, like we're all everything. The whole, yeah, yeah, wow. And And then you put all that together and then Eminem is in the next room. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. So you know we're there, and and we you know, um, uh, you know, the homie pulls up a sound by Arturia that starts it off, and Dre's like that's dope, and we just go in. We 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 he. So that was part of a situation where Eminem was was here for a while, for I think a couple weeks or something, and he mm-hmm. was in Studio B. We were in Studio A. And we're just making tracks, making ideas, formatting them out, sending them to B. Make another Mm -hmm. track. Oh, that's a cool idea. Send it to B. He's over there getting tracks all day long and figuring out what to write to. Who I want to write to that one. He writes to it. And then he walks over to A and says, this is what I just wrote to the track y'all just did. Mm. You know, one of those tracks is Little Engine. We're like... you know the the experience of like eh, man so just just the greatness that's around just just being a part of things that are that great like people who really do what they do like everybody Mm -hmm. in here's a scientist you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. nobody in here's a gangster everybody in here's a nerd let's just be honest
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. right Mm (laughs) Nobody no. in this room is a gangster. <laughs> like, if you if you mess with them and theirs, you'll probably get it as if they were. However, it's not about a mm-hmm. color fuss. Yeah, and at uh, and we're nerds first. We care about the science of it. We care about why it sounds good. We care about what frequencies wow. does this snare contain. And how is mm. this going to affect the mood of the listener? How's it going to affect Dre when I just throw it up on the speakers and he hears it for the first time? He's like, you mm. get that? Yeah. Like, that's Jeez. where we are, bro. So it's like, you know, it's one of those times when even the jitters that we were talking about before, that's practice too. So when you every time you perform... Is practice for the moment when you're in the studio and you're you're performing there too you're performing everywhere Mm -hmm. right anytime you do what you do you're performing just not necessarily for thousands of people but in Uh a way performing for thousands of people is easier than performing for just dr dre right Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you're making Mm -hmm. a hip-hop track for dr dre that's more nervous inducing (laughs) Mm -hmm. than a stadium full of people right of course but it don't make me nervous to me, it's fun mm-hmm. because I'm just being like I. it's a it, it, there's love. There's no ego in the room. It's a it's a mutual admiration society. All of us are waiting to see what the other one is going to do. Mm. And we have nothing but respect for each other. So when anything happens, whether it's liked or not, or whether we keep it or throw it away, nobody cares about that. We're all in service of the record. because there's no egos in the room we're all in service of the record whatever the record wants the record gets Mm -hmm. and whatever the record wants it's in the room because we're all in the room and there's nothing a record wants that we don't have so we're gonna give it to it's like if you're a parent this is our baby that we're all creating together whatever it wants it's gonna get if it takes me a little longer to play something it takes me a few more takes it's gonna get it and dre is gonna be like take as many takes as you want (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. <laughs> you, are notice? you okay? I love that. Are you okay with it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm like He's like, Oh, okay, do it again. <laughs> you already know what that face me. Okay, I I already know what's about to happen. Do it again. Fine. You know what I'm saying? I love that take, but hey. But he knows that we're all creators in our own right and we have an idea of the thing that we want and he wants to hear it too.
1: Mm-hmm. And the only way to hear mm-hmm. it
0: too is if he lets us do it, so he does. And then you right. get stuff like little engine, and you get stuff like animals with Anderson Paakin, and on, on the yeah. on the soundtrack, on the Compton soundtrack, where I'm playing fire, damn near everything but the sample and singing the backgrounds with Anderson, but yeah. <laughs> you know because Man. it's like well, this needs this, well, I could do it. This needs this, do it. This needs this, do it. But when you have the sensibilities of the people in the room that just know how to make good music, hip hop or no, then you get. Great stuff. And we're so focused on the fact that it's great stuff and we want to hear the next great thing. And nobody's in the room wondering anything or nervous or worried about, are they going to like this? We throw our stuff out there for it to be shot down.
1: Mm -hmm. Everyone's not going to like everything. There's going to be certain things that, because music is so, you know, everything is not going to be the same level of just hitting the right way. You know what I'm saying? Of course not. We're
0: searching for it. We're searching for it through the rubble, right? So the rubble is going to be our ideas too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? We're going to throw some stuff up there. And that one one didn't make me feel like it's supposed to. How about I do this? Yeah. It's a journey toward the take. But you'll never, you you won't spend. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying you won't spend half that journey if you're concerned about. If you're concerned so much about what what is this individual take gonna do? Is this gonna be the one that they like yeah. or is this gonna be the one that sounds good when I end up doing it? That's not gonna get you to the take. What's getting you to the take is concentrating forward at all times. Is, yeah. is, is that the take? Cool. If it's not, let's get to it.
1: Let's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We're destined to get there. Man, so yeah. um this is super insightful, man. Just yeah, having a chance to to kind of get a glimpse, right, the way that you kind of painted that picture about like what that what that's like. Us as fans, we hear the finished product, you know. And right. me as a as a producer, someone who, man, like I'm I'm still figuring things out, right? I, I, I feel as though you know when we talk about that combination of of classically tra- trained and understanding right. theory, uh, coupled with all these other different ways of of producing and making making music, I think to myself. Like this year, I really, really want this year to be a year where, where something that makes sense for me and for the music happens with the music. And that's something, what, I, what I've mm-hmm. always envisioned from when I was 16, 15 years old, it's not mm-hmm. necessarily making tracks for other artists or anything like that. Although that could be part of it, maybe. The big mm-hmm. thing with me is like this type of music that I make is more for a cartoon or video game or score mm-hmm. or that type yeah. of thing. That's like what I what mm-hmm. I, I envisioned. That's what everyone who listens to myself, like, yeah, you know, I I, could, I can hear that. And that's what people say, I can hear that in a video game. They, they say that, right? And so for me, I'm like, all right, yeah. what I've been kind of concentrating on and figuring out right now is like, I, when I make music, I never have a starting point of like a, a loop or a sample, or I should say, I used to never do that. I always just like, Boom, mm-hmm. sitting in front of my keyboard. Let me come up with the chord progression. Let me come up with the sound or yeah. whatever. And like starting yeah. from scratch and layer, layer, layering it up. I had no idea for so long that uh, that I would say the majority of people who, who produce music, they start with a loop that they buy from a sample pack store or something. like that they start <laughs> right. over there. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And they use right. that. And it's perfectly dope because they flip it and make it sound totally different because they have a different skill set. But for me, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can do that as well, but that's not nearly as fun as it is making something, all these textures it's starting from scratch and then making it sound mm-hmm. a certain way. So for me, part of where, where I think my focus, uh, I want it to be for this year is is that market of, you know, because because I'm blessed that I don't necessarily need like I mean everyone wants to earn and stuff like that, but like I could mm-hmm. I could make stuff and I can have a webpage, courtmaster.com, which already is up and running, right? I can mm-hmm. have like free, like my 10 best, I'm just, I'm kind of talking to myself now, right? Like talking and in, mm-hmm. like inspiring myself, my 10 best mm-hmm. musical ideas, in my opinion, that I've made and like make those into sample packs that people can download mm-hmm. and do whatever they want with and be like, yo, mm-hmm. check this out. I would, and then tag me so I can see what you create with it. Like, why mm-hmm. haven't I done that yet? That's, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. a chord master. I can play chord progressions. I can, I can do that. It's just a matter of taking that first step, you
0: know? Yeah, you talking to me too, bruh. (laughs) Same thing? You have no idea how many, why haven't I done that yet? Happen every day. Oh, yeah. Okay. so many things. Like, oh, man, I should do that. I should do that. I should do that. But there's so many other things to do. Hmm. So a lot of times it's just time management. Okay, I'm going to devote this time to that. And when do you do that? that? That's a big any creative especially multi-creative yeah how do you organize the time that you spend on what Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know that's a huge thing and a lot of times the people that do that the best are the ones that make it because you know even even the ones that don't have as much skill as somebody else they know what to spend their time doing yeah and a lot of people don't understand that Mm -hmm. that is a skill that is an important skill that may, you know, it's arguably more important than any other skill knowing what to do when. Yeah. You know, and it's all also the reason why a lot of people have managers and agents and business managers and people like that, because their whole job is to tell you do this at this time, because this is going to be most beneficial to you. Yeah. So you Mm. doing that well, is a whole other thing that you should count as a skill, not just uh, what am I going to do today and then just do it. That decision, Mm -hmm. get better at that. Mm. See it as a skill and develop it. Mm. Because productivity is every bit dependent upon that. Yeah. Regardless of how good you are, good doesn't mean productive. Busy and productive are two totally different things. Mm. Right. Oh, damn, you are talking, bro. That <laughs> we, we, we know a whole lot of people who are productive and seem like they're always chilling, but they, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but how are do you doing? How did you get that opportunity? You, you just be chilling. No, yeah. I just, the moments that I spend doing stuff work. The moments that I spend doing stuff are, are concentrated by my mm. skill of knowing what to do when. And then you see people who are working all the time, always tired and never have nothing mm-hmm. because they don't have that skill man and they might be good at what they do but they don't know when to do it who for and why mm-hmm. <laughs> so that person that needs to me. either that per, well that <laughs> that some of that isn't all of us that person needs to yeah. either team up with somebody whose whole job is this is what you do this time for this reason and then you just mm-hmm. commit to doing what they say. They can't do it, but they know when to do it. And their talent is just as valuable as yours. Mm. So call that person, the manager, whatever you want to do, give them 20%, whatever you do, but link with that person because that person has an, an instinct for what to do when. That's mm-hmm. invaluable to a creative. If you can mm-hmm. be that for yourself, that's even more valuable. Wow. But yeah, there's always a choice every moment of a day what to do. <laughs> every moment yeah. of the day what to do if you don't punch a clock like we don't then it's always on you what you're doing mm-hmm. people don't understand there's a security in punching the clock everything has pros and cons mm-hmm. there's a there's a security in that you know what you're going to get every week you know how many hours you can calculate stuff i can't calculate i know okay the record's doing well how well i don't know to, mm-hmm. Like I really, do, I right. really don't know till like I get the check or till I get the award or I, somebody tells me oh, it's playing like crazy over here in Nova Scotia. Like I yeah. don't know, it's just <laughs> doing well. But if you got right. a nine to five, you know exactly how well you're doing. It's like there's no question. Yeah, spot on. I'm gonna get this there's much no... on this date. I can budget for that. Right. Right. We right. don't. We don't have lives like that. We got to pick what to do well enough that later on, what we did is paying us. Mm. It's a big deal. Man,
1: that's that that I, I I need to um turn that part right there into something for a lot of people to hear. That's like mm-hmm. every every time I have these conversations, um, you know, there's there's so much value in, in these talks that I have and these connections that I have with people. And for a time, when I would put these hour long conversations on my YouTube channel, um on the same channel where I have you know, tutorials of how to use Koala Sampler or on the iPad or how to mm-hmm. use Teenage Engineering <clears throat> One or play chords or whatever, I have realized that, man, there is a, a slight, um, there is a, 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 a slight different audience for the people that are watching content A mm-hmm. versus content B. And it turns mm-hmm. out that in my two plus, two years now of, of being a, a, a content creator, I use that word, I mean, I am that right? I make music, I make content. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's what I'll consider mm-hmm. it as. And um I learned just yesterday, so all the stuff that you're saying right now, like yesterday was the day for me where I just, something kind of came over me where I just realized that, okay, like I I don't know how to best explain it, but just I was making these strategic changes to certain things that Mm -hmm. just make so much sense that I was praying on, right? Saying like, I need some guidance. I'm not sure about this. Like, am I doing this Mm -hmm. right? Or, you know, that type of thing. But the long and short of it is that these conversations are, not even probably, I would say just are, period, the most important uh, content that I, that I create because mm-hmm. I've learned so much from so many different people including this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to inspiring others, the vast majority of people are not watching an hour long conversation um, mm-hmm. of me talking to someone but right. I, yesterday was was the day where i'm like all right i'm this is like this is probably gonna be episode 90 or so when when you know this one drops right so right. 90 conversations why, first of hmm. all why aren't each and every one of these on a proper podcast format where people can subscribe hmm. to it and listen to it themselves why did i assume i mean i know why i did that that i just wanted on youtube if you want to just listen to it sure you can just listen to it on youtube but they're sure. not as podcast format. They need to be. They need mm-hmm. to be on podcasts. It's very easy to do. So that was that was thing number one. And thing number two, more of like an algorithm thing with, with YouTube, was I was pushing back on it because I was trying to say, damn, I have so many different interests. Music, obviously, is one of them. Connecting with people in this way and having these conversations, obviously, is one of them. Um, playing Super Smash Brothers. Literally, video games. Like, I'm into gaming. I have the control right here. I play competitively, I'm nasty in it, so that's wow. one of them, that's a, that's a big, that's a, yeah, man, people wouldn't know it, right, because okay. I don't post about it or yeah. whatever, I play, I play a lot A lot of that, right, and obviously there's a community of people that also mm-hmm. love watching that and stuff, That's a, that should be a part mm-hmm. of my brand, right, why Why wasn't it, and then, 100%. you know, doing weird, funny, cre- like, like practical joke kind of things with my wife, that's another thing where I do, and I like record, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, this would be so funny for people to see, but the person that likes content A is not the same as B, C, right. and D. So right. I had to kind of learn, I was like, damn, well, that's all part of me. So I'm just gonna give you give you it all and you know, watch what you mm-hmm. want or whatever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But there on YouTube at least, I learned, you know, yesterday, and even having having someone like yourself who's an expert in the YouTube game, um, on a show, and he was like, Yo, he's like, if I were you, like you have to have a separate YouTube channel for these conversations. Mm-hmm. These conversations should not be on the same channel. There's several different reasons for it. They broke down, mm-hmm. but ultimately yesterday was the day where I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I, I had a photo shoot the, uh, a few weeks ago. I was like, boom, this is a per- like a new, it's like a br- rebranding kind of thing, you know? And I'm like, getting yeah. those things in order. And I just feel so much more excited um, because at a time I was thinking, all right, these conversations aren't getting, you know, nearly as many views as the Koala sample tutorial, so should I still be doing them? Should I, it's like, Mm. absolutely, I have to be doing them. It's not even a should, it's like, these are Mm -hmm. what's so important. So now thinking about what you just, like the the point that you just made just now, that needs to be packaged in a way, um, and it takes time to do, right? To go through these episodes and be like, yo, this is the best point, this is the best point, this is 60 seconds or 30 seconds worth of like a knowledge drop. That's, that yeah. takes time to do but it is I think quite important if I care about people getting the information that's why I'm having these talks it's not just for me it's not just for the guests it's for others um, I have to you know take some time and or pay money to someone to say hey I need you know a company or whatever the case is figure that piece out but it's it's a never-ending journey and I'm just excited that I'm getting some clarity you know in this conversation mm-hmm. and even in this current season. Um, maybe I'm getting wiser because, you know, my, my wife and I are expecting a little one. I'm going to be a girl dad in less hey. months. and less than And yeah, man, super That's dope. crazy, right? That's dope. Yeah, I'm so, man, so wow. excited. So I'm just sit- I mean, look, look, I got this sitting right next to me right here. Boom. I got the, we're pregnant <laughs> first time. I got And a I got video game this, like, controller. You
0: you ready exactly, for kids, bro. <laughs> exactly. I got it literally sitting Good right next
1: to each other, man. Hey, man, just trying just trying to be be the best I can so look I'm gonna be respectful of your time so I'm gonna ask one more question uh, for you and then and then we're gonna okay wrap before you then, ask um, me the last thanks.
0: question I want to yeah. say one thing to the to the audience so whoever's watching sure. this and just saw what happened I just want to vocalize what you just saw because it feels like a conversation but they didn't just hear something they just witnessed something and I think they need to understand that you uh-huh. saw me say some things You saw that someone has said some things to him yesterday. You saw the skill of objectivity happen. Right? Hmm. So he heard some things from outside of himself. So what he chose to do is to step outside of himself and look at himself from the outside, unencumbered by ego or fear, only the desire to progress. He said, well, how can I progress? Given these facts that I just learned because I'm constantly in a state of learning, right? Given these facts, looking at me from the outside and not listening to, your ego will always say keep doing what you're doing, mm, right? Wow. Not necessarily do yeah. more. Your ego doesn't say do more. Your ego says you're doing a great job. Keep doing that, right? But if you're ever going to optimize, what if, what if iPhone, when it got to the iPhone 8, was like, ego kicked in. It was like, this is the best phone in the world. Nothing's ever going to be better than that. (laughs) Mm. We on 13 now. Yeah. Right? No, you wouldn't respect any company that thought like that. That didn't Mm. continue to give you new material and grow and make everything that they have better. You wouldn't respect Mm. the company and you'd forget about them. Right? Yeah. So if you want to be forgettable, that's how you do it. Get happy with where you are right now. Hmm. You become the company that doesn't grow right (laughs) because we're all company we're all businesses we're all entities in and of ourselves we should have policies Mm. and sometimes we have to be a team of one because we're the creative and we're the person who does it so it helps to have the skill of objectivity where i can just say and 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 why why i'm saying it the way i'm saying it is because i'm expressing to you what the barriers are to that when i tell you what it is the barriers are negative emotions like fear anger hatred And ego Mm -hmm. right those are the barriers to objectivity those are the things that render you unable to sit back and look at yourself from the outside and say "Ooh, but okay so i'm doing this but what if i did it this way or what if i did that or what oh that's going to take a lot of work but you're thinking of it from an investment standpoint money and time people say time is money but they don't treat them both the same way If time is money, Mm -hmm. then why don't you treat them both the same way? It's an investment of time. So if I'm going to spend this time, what's the return on that time? Yeah. You just had that conversation with yourself, with me watching. I was like, I hope they notice what they're seeing right now. Because you you don't get to see that in a conversation. (laughs) You don't get to see that in a podcast. You just get to see people talk about it. But you went and did it in front of them. The same way I make records on my live. You just did that with objectivity and planning and skill and looking at yourself from the outside. You did the same thing I do when I'm making a track on my live. And I just wanted to make sure they, if they didn't see it, retrain their brain to be like, I witnessed something. I didn't just listen to somebody talk. I witnessed something happen and I should do that and I should keep doing it. And I should never stop doing it because that's how you continue to grow. Wow. Well, I appreciate you. I really appreciate you sharing
1: that, man. Because I think I think that um, that if you didn't say that just now, even I, along with yes, <laughs> would have uh, would have yeah. not really thought. You know what I'm saying? Not really like realized that it was noteworthy. And I and yeah, what what you, what did you just kind of did just now is is like, if things aren't said, then they can't be a ass- certain yeah. things can't be assumed. Assumed and to I've, be understood. Right? Yeah, exactly, man. And I, I'm. Right. I'm like in that season now where people that I meet, a lot of people that I meet like through social media and stuff that I see what they're doing. I'm like, yo, that's really impressive. Oh yeah, that's really good. It's like, mm-hmm. let me just send them a message or let me, comment. a comment mm-hmm. is fine too, but let me let me send a message mm-hmm. like like a thoughtful one, not just right. a like, liking it, like liking and stuff like that's, that. That kind of, I'm just like not in the season for that um, just because it's yeah. just, is not is, is hollow I guess is the word. It's like what is yeah. like what what is it, you know? Um yeah. so I am I'm, I'm super appreciative. That's that made me feel like really that really moved me just now because that you know, I I am I'm, I'm connecting with what you what you just said just now. And so before I ask the last question, I'm going to throw this out there too. Um I and I hit you up I, I had you so by the way, I had you, your name on my board for a long time do you remember me reaching out to you and telling you that like I wanted to make a collage like a video montage or something do you remember that a like Mm. a long time ago I don't know if you remember no I don't remember that so I hit you up because I was joining right when I first started joining your lives and I was like yo the same thing I said to you here I was like yo this is like crazy and more people can be inspired by this if I'm inspired by I know a lot of other people that are similar to me that I've spoken to would love Mm -hmm. this type of thing um so I reached out and I was like you know I want to make and I this came shortly after a conversation Mm -hmm. where someone was like if you have certain skills like I have skills of video editing and making making things look good and and that type of thing I've learned over the years and perhaps you Don't have the time for you. Just said you have a lot of things going on. Mm. So I was like, "Yo, this is a perfect opportunity." Someone who I had on as a guest was like, "This worked for him." He reached out to someone that was, you know, had a bigger sphere of influence and and you know Mm. has been in the game for longer. And he explained to me, you know, how that experience worked for him. And I was like, "Yo, that sounds crazy." Like, let me. It was basically like giving something for free right here. I'm gonna make a little video for you. You can post yeah. it if you want, whatever, but it's just something that, just, just to show that I, I appreciate and respect what you're doing. So it never happened. I had it on the list. I was like, yo, I gotta get to this, I have to get to this, I have to get to this. And I know why it didn't happen now. I'm, I'm sitting here talking and I'm mm. like, okay. Not even to make an excuse. It's like, I have, it is is. It it is an excuse, but it's something about me. It's like <laughs> right. when something is Go so, ahead. when something is so important <laughs> to me that I know that I, I wanna do an amazing job on it, yeah. I put it at a place where I'm like, all right, I need to get myself ready for it and I end up never being ready because I'm just like, yes. like I'm not yes. I'm not like prepared for it and I don't want to do a bad job on it kind of thing. And so your name is still on the board there.
0: Bluetooth video. You're dropping gems right and now. And so bro. say it again. <laughs> you're dropping gems right now. <laughs> it's like oh, a lot bro. of the stuff you're saying, I'm hoping people are hearing, bro. Because bro, okay, man, somebody bro. people who are listening to this look up two things. Look up the first Facebook page, just like Google that, the very first hmm. Facebook page, and it's something else. I don't know if it was the first Instagram page or something like that. They look hmm. horrible. They look like somebody got in Microsoft Word and just like made a random <laughs> document. Now, yeah. look at what Facebook wow. is right now. Yeah. And look at the first, look at a Google image of the first Facebook page. It looks like mm. it was never going to be anything. It looks like it couldn't possibly end up where it is now, the way it came out. Wow. But somebody wasn't so caught up on perfection. They were more caught up on starting. Mm. So yeah. there's a Wow. There's a balance to that and there's a line that you have to walk. It's not just get started no matter what, but it's also don't wait for it to be perfect because it's never gonna be perfect. So It's having a sense of when the time to start. The first time's not supposed to be as good as the 10th time. Mm, Yeah. That never happens. So if you're waiting for perfection, you'll wait forever. So that was just, you can, I think I said this on uh, Pensado's Place, when I did uh, my Pensado's Place um, episode. Mm. And I was like, you can never be, you would have to, know the future in order to be fully prepared for anything. Mm. Yeah, true. (laughs) No human has the ability to fully prepare for something. You have to know, not just eventualities, because eventualities may or may not happen. You have to know what's going to happen (laughs) in order to really prepare. You're preparing for eventualities because you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So when somebody throws a tomato from the audience, you didn't practice your bit with the tomato. Mm-hmm. So you can't prepare for the feeling that's gonna happen when you either dodge or get hit by the tomato that somebody's throwing at you from the audience. That's not something you can prepare prepare for when you're working on your routine, right? Yeah. But it might happen, and what if it does, right? And that's the thing that scares people. But you got to understand, you're never going to be fully prepared. So if you live your life that way, you're never going to start or finish anything. Mm-hmm. So that's another lesson you just dropped. And I was like, I just need to speak on that's, that because that's another, that's another thing. Because that happens to me all the time. I mm-hmm. want excellence all the time. I know what it sounds mm-hmm. like. I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like. And that's what I want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not trying to start nothing unless it's going to make me feel like that before I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I know yeah. the feeling that you're talking about. There's definitely things that I haven't done yet because I got to be in a specific place to do that. And I got to do it yeah. a certain way. And there's, there's a place for that. But that place can't be perfection. You, you just have to be wary of if you're setting that place to a place where it will never start. Yeah. As part of the is, growth and and continuance and progress process. Yeah. That's that's that that as you as you're saying
1: that I'm saying to myself, what was the reason that I wanted to do that? Well, the reason was because mm. there was a lot that I've gathered and I've learned from from checking out your content. And now fast forward a year later from when I sent that message originally, here we are with having a conversation where both of us are being, you know, educated. And this is that content that I wanted to make last year. This is it right here. Like this, this is, is going to be a thing that's the full conversation. <laughs> and then here's this those two minute little clips of like the best moments, right. of it, which, which will be made now for sure. And, um, mm-hmm. man, I just want to yeah. say like, like definitely, hopefully this doesn't have to be the last time we do this. Hopefully we can revisit so we can for have, sure, to, bro. There's, there's a lot more to unpack. There's a lot more yeah. to unpack for sure. Um, yeah. cancel, but yeah, man, I just wanted to, like I said, be respectful of your time. And, and I just want to say thank you again, man, for the, for the time. And you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, I always look forward to, for people that, that live stream, I've been doing a lot of Twitch live streaming and, and having those uh, guests yeah. on and you know, yourself uh. as well we're, we're on Instagram. So now I love entering the person's live stream after having this type of conversation with them it's a different dynamic yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 it's not just yeah. the random thing it's like yo there's like a different connection um and yeah. so i look forward to to whenever you know whenever that that inevitable
0: moment is i love it bro thank you for having me man i appreciate the opportunity to, to be here on your platform bro. hey bro my, my pleasure man you have an awesome uh,
1: rest of your day and i'm gonna catch you on the next one all right you too brother But I, I, man, I was so moved by the story, man. I was like, I, I want to start off Thank like, you. like a couple things about you know you being a man of God and you being someone who, you know, realized that that God put you know music, the musical talent, you know, in you, and then you making that 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 move yeah. from the East Coast down south. I think you were right when you moved over to California
0: with. Just i was your, down i was south yeah
1: yeah with just your guitar so i want to start just with like that a if you can give me like a little high level just for my viewers um just like about that journey a little bit just to start out with like what that was like and everything
0: well i was in huntsville alabama right because okay. i went to oakwood college which is i don't know if you've heard of take six but it's where take six went okay um it has a quite a musical heritage i went there um, in 96, dropped out in 98. Uh, I think I dropped out for the second time in 98. I think I went, back, I think I went second back. Time. I went back at some point because I was like, well, the first time I went, I was like, you know, plan B something to fall back on type stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, doing this lets me know how much I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got you. So it's like, I am wasting a lot of time and money right now. Yeah. Because I ain't doing none of this. And if I do this, I'm still going to do it. Yeah. So I'm out. So I left. And then I was like, maybe I should just go back and do something at least related to what I'm going to do. Yeah. So I went back uh, for piano performance. Okay. So my, I went, I, my advisor, Lloyd Mallory, slid me in at the junior level. So I, I, I was a guy who's had maybe six months of piano lessons as a child, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he put me in a junior. He was like, I know you can do this. <laughs> he put me in a junior level yeah. in college. Mm-hmm. I had to play, you know, Bach and Brahms, and I had to, like, you know, mm-hmm. get graded for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. So I did that. I mean, I did that. I did well. I learned the pieces. I, You know, I had to learn to read again. Reading is not a, a talent. It's a skill. You, you don't do it for 20 years. You lose yeah. it. Oh, you know what I'm saying so. Yep, I taught myself how to read when I was a kid because there was some stuff I wanted to know how it was actually done. So I kind of figured it out, and then the lessons. I mean, in lessons, you're not going to learn how to read the stuff I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to kind of put a little more on that to learn what I actually wanted to learn. But then I did that, and the next time I'm reading, I'm in college
1: uh-huh. for the second
0: time. You know okay. what I'm saying? So so I did that. It was cool. Gaga grades, uh, you know, did recitals, did all that stuff. And then I was like, they are preparing me for 200 years ago. Meaning? like it, Meaning this is how you're successful in the 17th century. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like, they are literally making me fit for a century we're no longer even in. Like, th- th- what do I need this for? Uh-huh. Like, no gig is going to ask me this. It's like, even when I... When I left college, I'm like, the, the time I'm spending here, I'm not learning what I'm actually going to need. Mm-hmm. And the, the, when I actually left and I was talking to, to my advisor for like two and a half hours in his office while he was trying to get me not to leave because he thought I was throwing my you know life away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I'm leaving college to learn. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. not leaving college
0: to not learn. I'm leaving to stop wasting time and money learning what I don't need to do. Nobody's going to He was like, "Well, what are you going to do when somebody asks you to analyze a piece?"
1: <laughs> As if that's going to like, like, tomorrow.
0: I was like, "Bro, okay, so, okay, I, I got two things for that. Um one, no one ever is going <laughs> to ask me to analyze a piece. Right, not in right. this century. Right. Number two, if they do, I know how to do that. <laughs> yeah you got you, you because one information to. is free if i don't sure. know how to do it i'll learn how to do it by the time i see them yeah i said information is free you don't have to pay for it for this information the only thing you pay for is the packaging of that information in a certain way yeah. and um the certification that you've learned that information so somebody else says you learned it that mm-hmm. cost me what twenty thousand dollars a semester Right. But I'm in a career where nobody cares whether I have that or not. So how, you know, doesn't how it doesn't make sense just to know exactly what I need to know and not just what these old people think I did need to know 200 years ago. Yeah. No, so I left and did that. I went and built my own studio, but my first studio, um, you know, recorded acts in the South, downtown where I was, you know, mm-hmm. and learned everything, mixing all, all, every kind of engineering um, I only played piano when I got to college. Uh, I play five instruments now. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. That started around that
0: time. So, um, piano, guitar, bass, drums, and organ. Oh, good stuff! Some and people be like, know "Organ, piano, you already and played organist. piano. What's the or- organ? Yeah, they're, they're different. not the same thing. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> they yet. are not the same thing. Okay, sure. just for anybody who like would ask that question and think <sighs> that's a keyboard instrument. Okay, the organ yeah. is three keyboards that you play at the same time. Mm-hmm. and you operate it you don't just play mm. it you don't you don't operate a piano while you play it mm-hmm. you play three mm-hmm. keyboards two up here and one with your feet with an See. organ and you operate the tone at the same time so it's a little bit and there's no sustain so you gotta your hands have to make that fluid it's a whole different oh, way yeah. of playing but anyway oh, so those are the five instruments i play now i play organ because when i moved to california church asked me if i played organ that I was going to work at, and I told them yes, and forgot I had said that, um, <laughs> Yeah. and then they were like, you're on organ today, <laughs> when I got there, yeah. and I was like, oh, I forgot to learn organ, <laughs> right.
1: I did, I did so I literally, that actually.
0: yeah, I did, because I, did. I, I planned to learn it by the time I got there, but you know, I got caught up in other stuff, and I forgot that I was supposed to be an organist, Yeah. and I got there, and I had to learn organ in front of 2,000 people, but it happened. I'm an organist now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. It's one, one, one of five right? instruments. That's it. Yeah. So let, And of course there's me, voice, me... which is an instrument.